Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. One, two, three. It's a hard next life. It is a hard next life. A hard next life. Oh, it's a hard next life. What up, Knicks fans, and welcome to It's a Hard Knicks Life. I'm Barry Dworkin, and as some of you might have already noticed, this episode's going to be a little different, because for the first time in show history, we will be without our fearless leader, without our captain, Craig. But just as the Knicks continue to chug along without their stars, Julius Randle and OG Ananobi, we too will continue to provide you with winning content and entertainment. So with that, I say good day to Jay, a.k.a. Blanderson Hooper. Good day to you as well, Barry. There you go. Let's get into this ad and get this over with. If you like to wager in football, then you know the big game is right around the corner. And we'll be in Vegas this year as the Chiefs and Niners go head to head. If you want to get in on the action, Bet Online is your number one source for football odds, stats, trends, and lines. With everything from point spreads to hundreds of player performance props. Of course, you can also bet on the NBA and everything else you'd imagine, even golf. Even golf. Oh, I love that sound. Head to Bet Online today to stay updated on all the action. Bet Online. The game starts here. Here comes the money. Here we go. Here we go. Your New York Knicks, ladies and gentlemen, are currently 31 and 17. The first time reaching 30 wins in the month of January since 1997. Have won eight in a row. Have gone 14 and two for the month of January. The first time the Knicks have won 14 games in any month since 1994. A year they went to the finals, I might add. Have had 10 of those 14 wins by a margin of 15 points or more. Have sole possession of third place in the Eastern Conference. Now, we're recording this Wednesday night. They are one game ahead of both Cleveland and Philadelphia and one and a half games back of Milwaukee. Cleveland and Milwaukee both have games tonight. Blandy, 14 wins in 30 days. And they haven't ripped 14 games in a month since March of 94. Now, we're both 45 years old, which means that back in 1994, when they did this, we were in 10th grade. Yeah. The last time... They had a team capable of a stretch like this. Now, that was Patrick Ewing, Charles Oakley, John Anthony Starks. Mason, John Starks, and Greg Anthony and company. That's the team I remember most from my youth. Is this team bringing back memories for you of that 94 team that made a run at the title? Well, I think that this is easily the best team that we've had since that era. I know everybody likes to talk about the 54-win team from, you know, whatever it was, 10, 10 years ago, whatever, the Carmelo and Tyson Chandler. Right. But this is the best team we've had. Uh, I was thinking about it the, the other day, and I go into every game thinking that we have the chance to win. And it's been a while since since I feel like I could say that. Like, I don't I don't think, especially with the wins over the Sixers and the, win o- and, and the Nuggets, I don't necessarily fear anyone. I right. just... I don't. Yeah, that team you mentioned, although it was a great run, 
um, you know, and surprised a lot of people, it was a little empty where, yeah, this team seems pretty full. Now, we talk about their bench lacking, right? But, again, this is not a healthy team right now. No. Um, you know, besides Jules and OG, the last two games, we've been without Mitchell Robinson now for how long? Um, and they're still getting it done. Um, now, a little tease real quick before I forget, a little bit later in the show, we've got, and it's a shame that Craig's not here for this, um, Coach Tom Thibodeau will be joining us. Now, we only have him for like a minute or two, so it's going to be super quick, but the fact that we uh, were able to get him, we're, we're not going to pass that up. So I just wanted to is quickly it, Is it possible that. that he said yes because Craig's not here? You know, I didn't think about that, but now... Maybe you know, that's why they Craig's were willing talked to talked that disparagingly about him before. Craig's maybe, a Tibbs guy. Maybe Tibbs is not a cursing guy. Actually, mm. wait, no, that's not true. I've seen him curse plenty of times in the yes. games. <laughs> true. Never mind. Never right. mind. Now, like we said, this team is is deep. Um, for you know, at, at least a lot of players are so having career seasons. Um, none other than more so than Dante Divincenzo. Divincenzo. Can you believe that we got him for the mid-level exception? No. What are we paying him? Forty-six million, forty-four million, something like that. It's ridiculous. The deal I that mean, he's on. I mean, the deal that you run down the list. The deal that he's oh, on. The deal Brunson. that Brunson. I mean, everybody's outplaying their contract like crazy. The way that he's been just tearing it up from the three-point line. Just everything is going in. You know, we've. We haven't had a three-point shooter like Dante in a long time. I mean, we kind of had oh. Evan Fournier, which is pretty funny because we still technically have him now. <laughs> and uh, But we know he's not going to see the court because of his lacking of other attributes. Uh, and we'll just kind of leave it at that. But, but we've been told in the past, like on losing teams, that we've had a three-point specialist. But they lied to us. And I think some of us lied to ourselves when they said, oh, that's Wayne Ellington. You know, or, or THJ or Reggie Bullock or Doug Steve McDermott. Steve Novak. Steve Novak, I mean, he was great for, for his time. But none of them ever did what Dante's been doing night in and night out. Um, since December 30th, he's been averaging 3.7 makes a game. Makes on 41.7%. For the season, he's 42.6%. But, I mean, the fact that he's shooting that well and that efficient on that volume is like, Almost Steph Curry numbers insane. Not quite, but if you gave him per 36 numbers, it is quite Steph Curry insane. Well, maybe Steph uh, rubbed off on him a little bit last year. Not rubbed out on him, but rubbed rubbed off on him. Because when you watch him, him off. he he is just, he's kind of chucking them up from just wherever. Like he feels like, when he feels it, he just throws it up from wherever. Right. He is. Doesn't matter how far behind the line he actually Maybe is. that stint in Golden State, something's in the water there that you get a little bit of that splash brother uh in your dna perhaps and josh hart he's looking more like the josh hart that the knicks signed last season he got his first triple double against utah it was a beautiful neat 10 and 10 10 and 10 that looks beautiful in the box score but yeah he's been super impactful as of late and you know i think some of us started to wonder you know did he fall off a little bit but he's stepped up big time no, and, and his rebounding has really come in handy with with Randall out the last couple of games. Yes. Yeah, and, you know, I was impressed. I mean, we'll get to Precious's scoring in a second. I was impressed with Precious's rebounding last week and the last bunch of games. But then the last two games, he didn't rebound much, but he didn't have to. No, but, but the scoring was there. But the scoring was there. He's got 
um, two career highs this season of 18 points, which he did not do that in Toronto. Um, and he's done that here. So you want to credit that to Thibodeau. You want to credit that, you know, with them giving him the reins. You want to credit it with him giving, getting a little bit more responsibility um, with when Hartenstein was out. Now that Randall's out, he's stepped up in a big way. Um, it's super impressive. And, and the vibes on this team, man. I mean, they're fun to watch from the defensive side, and they're fun to watch just because of the vibes that they have for each other. I mean, that point in the first quarter against Utah when Sexton was talking yes. smack to Brunson, and he was just like an annoying gnat to Brunson. Um, it was almost as if his brothers stepped up and took care of business, you know. Um, and then he went on to have an awesome third quarter like he did the game before, him and Dante. Um, and, yeah, they've just been going off when they've needed to go off. Yeah, because he started off slow. He didn't really have that many points early on. What did he finish with, 20, 26, somewhere around 27, there? 27, I think. Okay. So the two of them put together like almost 60 between between the two of them. Yeah, yeah, and then over 70 if you had Josh Hart in yep. there, the Nova boys. Yeah. Um, speaking of the Nova boys, there's always chatter, especially with the trade deadline coming up next Thursday, February 8th at 3 p.m. Um, and Mikhail Bridges is one of the newer names that has been rising to the top, which I think would be an awesome fit because he's an awesome all-around player. And a new name that's been coming up is Jimmy Butler. Wait, what? You haven't seen any of this chatter? I haven't seen that at all. So some Literally people are speculate. Once. So okay. So some people are speculating that because the Heat now have lost seven, seven games right? in a row. Yeah. Yep, they're twenty-two and twenty-five now. I take that as okay. This is the Miami Heat. They've kind of learned that they can just kind of you know sleep through the regular season and then turn it on in the postseason because they've done that. But yet, there's odds on Jimmy Butler's trade destination. So there's this website called Bovada, which is an online gambling site, and they've got the Knicks currently with the best odds as a trade destination for Jimmy Butler at plus 210. Is Sixers, that right? That's right. The Sixers are at plus 225 and Brooklyn at plus 475. What? Yes, sir. Why in the world would the Heat trade Jimmy Butler well, to the, the Knicks? Well, the only reason, now again, again, I said it, that the Heat – you know, can turn it on in the playoffs. But with this losing streak, and again, it's they only have seven days left to the trade deadline to decide to do this, but there are some people that speculate maybe the Heat are talking about blowing it up. You know, Butler's due to make a lot of money. Um, if this team is going south, they may take this opportunity to kind of turn things around. Hmm. Um, and, I mean, who wouldn't want Jimmy Butler on a team that's contending for the playoffs? I I have I have I not hear that or read that or see that any anywhere. Oh, I nothing. wish I would have tipped you off to that. No, I got <laughs> nothing. Time. I was going to bring this shit up because wow. some people. I mean, I I get the sense of Knicks fans. I've been reading a lot of stuff that it's kind of mixed on the situation. Some people feel like we don't need him. Some people feel like he's thirty four and he's on the decline. But what he did in the postseason last year, forget about it. And you can't go off his regular season numbers either. You know, right now he's averaging. What is he averaging right now? 21, 5, and 4. But you're not acquiring regular season Jimmy. You're acquiring him because no, you, you want, want playoff, playoff Jimmy. Jimmy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Last year, he averaged 23, 6, and 5 during the regular season and then ramped it up to 27, 6, and a half, and 6. The year before that, he averaged 21, 6, 
and five and a half during the regular season and then ramped it up to 27 and a half, seven and a half and four and a half in the playoffs. The issue is his salary. Now this year he's making 45 million. That's a lot of money. Next year he's due to make 49 million. And then the year after that, he's on a player option to make $52.5 million a year. That's just crazy. At 37. Crazy money. And he'll be 37 years old at that point. How would we even match that salary-wise? I mean, Fournier is what, $18 million? I'm, I'm glad you asked because oh. I was on NBA Trade Machine trying to figure it out. Okay. So Fournier is the obvious one. Um, Rhymes, just for reasons, you got to give them some type of prospect that may develop into something. And the only way I can see this deal happening, the third piece that you would need to do, and it would make uh, the money work, Mitchell? is Mitchell Robinson. Yeah. Now, the reason why I think and why I would do it is because you're going to have to come up with a decision between Mitchell Robinson and Isaiah Hartenstein anyway. You're not going to be able to pay these two guys that money. You can't have two centers making that type of money. And if it means us keeping Hartenstein and losing Robinson, but then acquiring Jimmy Butler, even for the money that he's going to be making. I mean, everybody's salary is going to be going crazy. That's just the the time we're living in. And to me, this is a win now team. They're already in my eyes, a contender Butler puts them way up in contention. Now you're making a face like that's, you think that's too much? Either too much to give or too much to pay Jimmy? I just think he's too old. I feel like you got to strike while the iron's hot. I feel like, I mean, this team has never been hotter than they are right now. I feel like this, the landscape of this league changes so quickly, right? And so who goes to the bench? Dante? Um, who go, Dante would have to go to the bench. And I feel like you're going to have a, aside from Brunson, you're going to have a pretty big, tall lineup because then you'd have, you'd, alongside Brunson, you've got, you got Julius, OG, and Butler, and then your center. So it's a pretty tall fucking group. Now, the but, question is, though. And, and, and by the way, and, and I'm sorry to cut you off. I, I, in my head, I did not want to fuck with this starting lineup at all. But if you're talking about adding Jimmy Butler for Dante, Forget about it. And then that's going to bolster your bench because now you got Dante who's been performing like crazy coming off your bench. So then is he running the point off the bench or is it still Miles McBride? I would still run Miles McBride. How can you not? I, I mean, mean that dude. I know, but is that is that someone we trust come playoff time? Miles? Yeah. He's shown that he can. I mean, I why doubt him? I mean, would he shooting from three? And he's starting to get up volume. He's getting up the minutes. His defense is not wavered at all i mean i don't remember this guy having a bad game miles mcbride you know as much as, as we discount him as is he an nba player does he deserve to be in the rotation he's pulling his weight and then some you don't think i do i do not like his shot and i don't when i say that i mean i don't like the look of his really? shot it kind of no, looks like he's always chucking the ball oh, I know over his head. He's got Almost an up. like he's uh, doing like a corner, like a soccer corner. Yeah, like, and I, I just don't know if we can trust him come playoff time when the defense gets tougher and we're playing, you know. And you think his efficiency is going to start to tail off? Is that what you're I, saying? He's I just would hot think right so. Now? I, don't, I don't think he's that kind of a three-point shooter. 
Mm. Oh, hold, hold on. We, we got him. I'm being told that we have him on the Zoom. All right. Tom Thibodeau is here. Let me just, this is awesome. All right. Let me just let him in here. All right. Here we go. Hey, Tom. Thank you so much for doing this, man. Um, or coach, I should say. I know you don't have a lot of time. So we'll be really quick to get you in and out. First off, I want to ask Randall. you a bunch of questions. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Don't fuck this guy's time. Oh, sorry. First off, with Randall out of the lineup for a few weeks here. Do you miss not having Obi Top in here to fill some of those minutes? <laughs> I guess. Okay. Uh, well, let, let me ask you about Fortier. We were talking about Fortier before you came on. Uh, I heard that he's gotten in some good practice sessions. Um, is there a chance that we see him in any kind of situation? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, hypothetical but serious question, Coach. You guys are up by 30. Three minutes to go. The other team clears out its bench onto the court. Do you sit your starters at that point? <laughs> All right. Uh, on another note, not about your team, but uh, about the the Nets, uh, Ben Simmons was back the other night for the first time after missing 38 games. Contusion in his knee. Going to miss another game. What do you think about that? <laughs> Oh, I'm getting the high side. All right, Coach Tibbs, thanks. I know that's all the time you had. Thank you for being here. Let's get into some voicemails, Blandy. What Ooh. do you say? Let's do this. We got we got three here. No new no newbies this time. All all regular. All regulars here. Okay. Okay. All right. So as usual, um, why won't we? Why don't we start off with with Ralph? I mean, that's just the way to go. Eight. Straight win for the Knicks. Julius goes down. OG goes down. We just keep on winning. And man, DiVincenzo's been something else. Achua's been something else. Been a heck of a run. What you got to say, JD? Heck of a run. <laughs> Next win, next win, next win. I love the tandem Ralph and Janie calls now. I love that she's in on all the calls. Please keep that up. You guys are, are gold together. That was relatively short for, for Ralph. You know, two games and like 36 seconds. That's it. We didn't cut anything down there. So we didn't get a yeah, yeah. the usual play-by-play. -play. Yeah. Did not get the usual play-by-play. Um, all right, next one. Hey, fellas, it's DB. Uh, I'm actually calling as I'm watching this Charlotte game on Monday. Knicks are uh, dominating. Uh, rest in peace, Dr. Dickey. I want to pay my respects, first oh. and foremost. Uh, I miss Dr. Dickey. I also miss Frank Milikina's groin, who used to call in. Uh, but he was back. And I got to see Frank's groin in uh, the game. And that groin fouled, uh, did a flagrant foul on Jalen Brunson while he was shooting a three. So thank you to his groin. Uh, Clyde segment, keep it going. I love a good Clyde segment. I was listening to Clyde and Breen. They're fucking amazing still. Clyde is better than ever. Okay, he, he's saying crazy shit, but he's better than ever. During that Charlotte game, um, they showed a segment where these two guys were wearing uh, Clyde shirts. Oh, I saw And that. they were posing and taking pictures with them. And Breen said, oh, those guys had Clyde shirts. And Clyde said, yeah, I had dinner with them the night before. 
he just had dinner with these random guys that he met in Charlotte, and it reminded me of Ralph's story. And uh, and Breen asked if Clyde paid, and he did not pay, which is pretty <laughs> hilarious. And uh, anyway, uh, so anyway, more of that, man. Yeah, it wasn't even a question. Like, I didn't pay. <laughs> that was so. So he's the one who's loaded, and he had these two random dudes buy yeah. him dinner. I didn't even put the two and two together that that was so much like a Ralph story. Yes, about how Ralph drove him. It's like you know, you listen to Ralph tell it, and you're like, it just like you believe him, but it just sounds so crazy. And, for and that now to happen he... in 2024. <laughs> he's he's still the two randos. Know, yeah. Good for, I That's mean, awesome. good for him, I guess. So this is probably know? a good a spot as any. We'll get to the last voicemail in a minute, right? We have one more voicemail after this? Yes, we But let's hop more. into this Clyde segment right now. You know, okay. people have spoken and they want it. Um, So, you know, one of the things that has popped up with Clyde and will continue to pop up is just the absolute butchering of people's names. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the cuckoo one. Yeah. Well, that you could kind of figure out what it is. Um, but we got yeah that one you might not have guessed what it was um and we've got another one that is not even close to what it was so bad that mike breen on the broadcast had to correct him on what it was because otherwise nobody would have any clue who the hell he was talking about i mean he took a four syllable last name and brought it to two now listen i will say we're talking about a guy who's only been in the league this is only his second year and I'm he's got a nice sure I'm pretty sure they spell out the name on the stat sheet. Yes. And on their, their, their but he's got have. a big four syllable Italian last name. It's a mouthful. We already know he has an issue with Di Vincenzo, right? So that's a four syllable name right, right. there. The now, longer, do you want to say what the proper spell, what the proper saying of the name is or no? Because Breen says it in the same clip. Yeah. Let's just play it. I let's don't just let's, play it. Okay. So this was from the game against the jazz. Cello is I've seen anybody like Brunson in Italy. <laughs> He's in the NBA now. So Brunson at the line. Fontecchio. Fontecchio. <laughs> <laughs> let me get, let, just play the very beginning so I can hear Clyde trying to say it. Okay. Cello is I've seen How do you go from Fontecchio mm-hmm. to cello? Cello, yes. <laughs> like cello. the instrument. <laughs> So oh my God. he wasn't anywhere near. He added in letters that <laughs> did not exist in the man's name. There's right. no H. There's no L's. Now there no. is a double C, right? There is, so but you, that's you all wanna, the way at the end. That's all the way at the end. <laughs> that's all the way at the end. Now Clyde had a chance to redeem himself uh, later in the broadcast. Let's get to uh, take two of Clyde trying okay. to pronounce Frontecchio. Fontecchio answers right back. Fontecchio is uh, distinguishing himself. What was that? A fun, Fontecchio? Yeah, yeah. He uh, dissed the R and he added a Ch- 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 instead Ch- of the T. Ch- so no Ch- Fontecchio Ch- from Fontecchio. Nice try, Clyde. Good effort on the Listen, second try. It's not, it's not the easiest name in the world. But, no. I mean, how do you get cello from that? I just, you don't, and I guess you know. Look, we've said it before. Clyde's a legend. He's been doing this a long time. Nobody's going to tell Clyde how to do his job. But you know, if it was a first year guy, second guy year, uh, second year guy, or just a professional in general, they would look at the roster, go down the list, and make sure that they knew 
ahead of time. Ahead of time, how to yes. pronounce these names. I don't, I don't think, the window. I don't think Walt is doing that. any of that anymore. No, and he's not there no. for that either. So no, we'll give. Him I mean, pass. he's 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 not. Um, I did like that that it was so bad that Breen corrected him. Yeah, because a lot of times Breen will he just, just lets let it go. go. He doesn't want to make him look bad. He's a great partner. Right. But uh, you know, even Breen had to have a laugh about it, and Clyde did as well. I think I think they're both in on the joke by now. <laughs> uh, All right, where were we in our voicemails? Okay, the last one here. This is uh, this is Murder Jim. Mm. Yo, it's Murder Jim. Man, what a fucking another beautiful win. I'm looking at this guy right, precious, precious Achua. When there's something I've been noticing, he's got this fucking look in his eye. And I'm like, what is that look? And you know what I think that look is? I think that look is a motherfucker who grew up with the name Precious. And his kids fucking, because you know people, kids don't pick on him when he's got, when he's called Precious. And then all of a sudden he gets like this big growth spurt. Now the gross thing is he's like a fucking giant. So now all of a sudden he can crush and fucking destroy the people who fucking picked on him. He can beat their fucking asses. But you can't go around beating everybody's asses. You got to learn how to have an inner calm, and that's what I see in his eye. He's learned. He's got this inner rage inside, but he's calming it out because you know he's got. He's learned over his life to keep it cool. And that's his demeanor now. He keeps it cool, but he could fucking crush you if he he's wants. He's got an inner calm and an inner rage. Like, anyway, <laughs> that's my theory. And uh, these fucking Knicks. Then how about this Knicks bench though, right? I mean, you'd have to be in a real idiot to just think that they weren't good. I, I don't know what happened, man. Um, I don't know what happened to this bench, but holy fuck, dude. I was pretty wrong about them. And it's a lot of fun, man. What a fun team to watch. All right, later, dudes. You guys are the best. Born in Nigeria, Precious was. I don't know when he came when he came over. I know he went to, to college here. I don't know how old do you he was. Know, do you know what his, um, what his brother's names are? He has three brothers. Do you know what the names are? Precious. Let me, let me think. I have no idea. Okay. Uh, Precious. I'm gonna go with Sacred. It's a good guess, but no. Mm. But you're on the right track. Oh, um, Treasure. No. Blessing. We've got, we've got a promise. Okay. Is the other one a P word also? No. Okay. We've got Precious. We've got Promise, and then we've got. God's gift, G-O-D apostrophe S-G-I-F-T. So God's gift. And then an apostrophe in your first name. God's will. God's gift and God's will. God's gift, twins? God's will. Are they twins? Promise? I don't believe so. Precious and then two sisters, grace and peace. So you don't get this information on other Nick's podcasts. I'm telling you. No, they do you not don't. dive this deep. They may dive deep into the stats, but they are not diving deep into Precious's siblings. No, I definitely, I guarantee definitely you, not. I guarantee you that. I did love, by the way, how um, we did see that side of Precious. If you want to call it in a rage, I don't know what you want to call it, but he had an end one, and he let out a, a, a primal scream, which we had not seen out of Precious before, which was awesome to see. And um, I want to see more of that. Uh, and, yeah, let him continue doing what he's doing. And you all hear that music. It's time for the news with Blanderson Hooper. All right. Thank you very much, Barry. This will be uh, interesting that I'll get to do the news without having to worry about Craig harassing me and pretending to sleep and telling me 
how how horrible everything is. Although who knows, maybe maybe you will in fact do that. You know what it is though. Uh, I I feel like it's not as fun to pick on you if I'm the only one doing it. I just oh. feel mean. But <laughs> so, like when you're doing it with somebody else, it's so piling more... on with somebody else is okay. That, yeah, that's yeah, it it's fun. more fraternal. I feel like when you're doing it that way. Um, okay. If it's just me, I feel just like a bully. Okay, so, but we'll I, see. I can see that. Uh, starting off with the news that the uh, an NBA has announced that the NBA draft will now be two separate days instead of just one day. A lot I of opinions on this, by the way, out there. First day for the first round, second day will be the second round. I guess they are attempting to try and be like the NFL. They will never be like the NFL. The NBA draft is not the NFL. The NFL has draft. like 400-something picks. The They've NBA got only seven, has seven rounds. So, yeah, the NBA has got um, two rounds. I mean, I, I don't understand. Who's really tuning in for the second round of the NBA draft on a second night? I know I'm not. And it's drawn out long enough anyway. I'm fine with it because of that fact that it's drawn out. That I, I hope they just I hope they don't draw it out longer. I hope they don't make the first round, you know, a longer I, segment I, than it I normally think is. it's sticking at five minutes in between each pick. Good. I, Which it I should believe because that's, that's also part of like, you know, the draft process. Somebody gets taken and you were planning on taking them you only have x amount of minutes so yeah right. they should not alter that but i'm fine with the second round being the next day who gives a fuck so um we got that got a couple of injuries i mentioned before ben simmons missed 38 games for the nets comes back hurts his knee and then let's see did he play tonight no he did not play tonight <laughs> no, definitive he so he's back out it was a uh, an impingement in his back that kept him out all that time. What kept him out tonight was a knee contusion. So it's just, it's always, it's always something with that guy. They need him to come back and play a decent amount of games and play well, just so that way they can try and unload him. Because I mean, at this point they're paying him to, to sit on the bench. Yeah, um, do you think it's, um, forget about what kept him off the court before. But even now, do you think it's as much mental as it is physical? I'm sure that it is. You I'm think sure. it's equally both? Because, I mean, he does seem like a fragile dude with the back issues and now the knee. And I I think it's both. I think he's mentally mentally weak. Mm-hmm. That's what I think. Okay. I mean, the guy never – he never plays. He never gets on the court. There's always something bother him, bothering him. Could he really be that physically – Fragile all of a sudden. Is it possible? Yeah. And don't you, I mean, you got to feel bad. Like your team needs you. You know, you've got a decent team. But he plays, you know, he plays is, well. It's kind of like, you know, paddling in water there to, to stay afloat. And you're, you know, a prior all star. Come on. Have some uh, self something. Yeah, some self something. Some self that's something. Definitely, that's definitely what you want. Um, I don't know if you saw about, uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk the last couple of days about Joel Embiid. Uh, I know he did not play in the game against the Nuggets. A lot of people were giving him a hard time for that. Um, he came back last night in Golden State after spending two nights on the bench. And then with about four minutes left in the game, Jonathan Kaminga fell on his knee. Um, so he was having an MRI today. We haven't heard any results. Did uh, you see? Um, did you see in the same game Draymond Green going after, like, supposedly going after a steal when Joel Embiid was bringing up the ball and like just took him out? 
No, I did not see that. So Embiid's bringing up the ball. He crosses half court. Draymond Green is is covering him, but he's standing off him a few feet. The Joel loses the ball a little bit, and Green dives for it. But by that point, the ball was already passed, and it just looks like Green goes right after his knees. Interesting. Um, yeah, it was pretty wild, you know, especially with you know Green just coming back and Green having the other incident two games right. ago. And him saying that he was going to try and cut out all the nonsense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it didn't look good. It was not a good look for uh, Draymond. Well, speaking of, of Embiid, he can only afford to miss six more games this season before mm. he becomes ineligible for, you know, that the, the postseason awards. And he will, if he misses seven more games, then he will not be able to defend his NBA uh, MVP title. I know there's yeah. a couple of people are, that are in boats like that too. Uh, Tyrese Halliburton is yeah. another one that they've been talking about. Uh, so there's a, a couple of guys that already are getting very, very close. You know, And I feel like the, there's like so much flip-flopping on this issue also from guys in the media. I feel like the same – I wish I had like an, a clear example for you, but I feel like we were getting so much talk about how they needed to institute this because guys were sitting out too much. Right. And you got to penalize them or hold them accountable in a certain way. And now people are saying, well, that's not fair. You know, they want to be out there. And in this case, in injuries – you know, go let it go back to being subjective, you know, with the voters. The, the worst part of it here, remember, is that these game played or games played is also uh, determines like all NBA and stuff like that. And the reason why that's a big deal is because that determines whether or not a guy can get a, right. a super max contract. Right. All these clauses in their contracts. Right. Sometimes, yeah, you're talking million dollar shifts based on what made tens of millions of dollars. But yeah. look, this was agreed upon. This is a rule now in the NBA. And I'm for it, man. Come on. It, I, I think it's fair. Yeah. I mean, listen, you if you're having a season where count. you just miss a lot of games because you get injured, there's not much you can do about it. It is unfortunate, though, that it is that some of these guys might end up losing out on quite a bit of money as a as a result. Right. Um, so you got that. Um, Anthony Edwards has been fined $40,000 for publicly criticizing the officiating in his post-game comments uh, after the Wolves played the Thunder. You have the clip uh, of that? Two nights ago. I don't have it. Oh, that was pretty good because he basically said, he, he before he said anything, the first thing he said was that he'll pay the fine. Uh, yeah. I, I know I know I'm going to get the fine. I'll, I'll pay the fine. Yeah, forty grand, which, I mean, for him is nothing. It's pocket change. He probably wipes his ass with that, but but still. Um, Rajan Rondo, former all-star Rajan Rondo was arrested on gun and jug charges in Indiana over the weekend. Oh, got pulled over in his Tesla. You always look like didn't, kind of a dick. Didn't have a license plate. I think, uh, an officer conducted a search of his car after smelling marijuana. They found a personal use amount of marijuana, other drug paraphernalia and a gun. Mm. And the funny thing is, I'm writing up the news, and it says former NBA, and I was like, "What? The fuck? What are they talking about? Former? He he plays?" And I'm googling everything. Like, Isn't he on the fucking Raptors? And then I realized I was confusing him with Dennis Schroeder. Why? I I just I you know they're kind of tallish, thinnish, kind of you know, same kind of game where they're you know not much of a score or more. Yeah, I mean same body type, but yeah, I wouldn't say. Well, that I was just alike. confusing the two of them, but uh, but yeah. So he was arrested for that. 
Um, and I'm going to end on something that I know you're going to appreciate. Craig definitely wouldn't have appreciated it if, if he was here, but the NBA has released the list of the top selling jerseys so far this year. And I know you like, I know you like this kind of stuff. So (laughs) I've got, I've got the top 15 here. I don't know if you want to just try the top five, top 10. You just want to throw names out there and see if Um, any of them or what? My hunch would be, I have no idea the order. I'll I'll guess the order though. My top three in my head, I would say is LeBron, Doncic and Giannis. I would say LeBron number one because I think he's probably always number one. Giannis two, Doncic three. No, no, and no. Okay. Okay. So of those three that you said, only one of them is in the top three. Oh, LeBron. And that is LeBron who fall uh, falls in at number three. Yeah, LeBron is at number, number three. one selling jersey so far this year. I mean, Tatum, but he's not popular enough, I don't think, to be number one. He's number two. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Who would be number one? Oh, uh, Steph Curry. Steph Curry. Right. Steph Curry right. is number one. How could I forget Steph? Fuck. I think of all the people on this list, I was really only surprised by t- two names. Wembenyama. Number four, Victor Wembenyama. Right, I've seen I've seen a kid wearing a Wembenyama jersey. Oh, really? Here on Long yeah. Island? Yeah. Wow. Like, like before the season fucking started, I saw okay. it. Okay. I mean, listen, it makes sense. Yeah. Know. Yeah, yeah. Um, who else would be a surprise? Uh, any other like um rookies or uh, second year players? Uh, no. No. All right. So yeah, you could yeah no Chet like, Holmgren or anything five. like that. Right. Uh, Giannis is is number five. Okay. Yeah, you got Luca at number six, Devin Booker at seven, Kevin Durant at eight, Tyrese Maxey at nine. That wow. that surprised me. That yeah, that would surprise me as well. Yeah, uh, Dame Lillard at t- ten, Ja at That's eleven. Cool jersey that would be a cool jersey to have, although not not a Bucks one. I still I would a Blazers Lillard. Really, jersey. I'd prefer like the purple the and the green one? to to the and white to to a Blazers purple. jersey. Yeah. Purple. Yeah, don't they have which, which like just there, oh, are there? Yeah. yeah, there's parts of parts you know of just like yeah, purple accents line. there. Yeah, you got Embiid at twelve, Lamelo at thirteen, Jokic at fourteen. Right, this is the part where Craig would say, "Stop! You don't have to read yeah. the whole list." And then the last one at fifteen, which I I was surprised by, is uh, De'Aaron Fox. Mm. Okay, De'Aaron Fox, and no no Brunson, no in that no really. No Jalen Brunson. Let's see if it go. If they have anything about New York City is one of the most populated places. Come on. Well, they also have here top selling NBA team merchandise. Want to guess where the Knicks are on that? Because they are on that list. Three. They're number eight. Great man. Just wait. Uh, Wait till they wait till they make at least the Eastern Conference Finals this year. Listen, I mean, it's not really that much of a surprise when you look at the voting numbers for the all-star game correct i mean we didn't show up for that either so yeah i feel like that's different though i think people will go out and buy a jersey before they'll vote um i did want to bring up one thing other thing i didn't put in the news but you mentioned the the thing with draymond green did you see what happened with um dylan brooks in the game against the lakers the other night yes with lebron uh no with um I saw With, I saw a Dylan Brooks LeBron incident. I know I know LeBron. They asked him about him after the game. He's like, next question. But that I think came after 
And he was going. Uh, so the one with LeBron Vanderbilt. before you get to yours, the one with LeBron, he was just hard foul, at which he could have been going for the ball, and he hit LeBron in the head. I didn't yeah, think that was agreed. This was something between him and uh, shoot Van- Vanderbilt. What's Vanderbilt's first name? Ja- Jared. 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 Jared Vanderbilt. Yeah, there was like a push in the back on a dunk. There were some technicals. The Vanderbilt pushed back at him, and then at one point. Like smacked it one of Brooks's braids in the back of his head, and then he got a second technical and he got ejected. Vanderbilt did. Mm. And after the be, game, he wants to be a bad boy. And after the game, Brooks said he, you know, the Vanderbilt took it a little too far, which is, you know, they should have like the all NBA bad boy team, you know, and like starting five would be Dylan Brooks and Draymond Green. You know, who are the other bad boys of the NBA that always? Act up, getting into trouble. Maybe uh, um, Bobby Portis is. Are we talking about on the court or off the court? On the court, I would on say the on the court. Grayson Allen. Yes, that's a good one. We all know he's a dick. Bam Adebayo's been getting a bad rap lately, but I don't. I wouldn't put him on that that list. Well, he's a dirty player. Yeah, come on. He's <laughs> he's definitely a dirty player. Um, but uh, yeah, that's the way. The basketball bounces. Well done, Landerson. And it looks like you got through it pretty unscathed. And I can't deny the fact that you like me right now. You like me. All right. And that's going to do it for the show, everybody. And that's going to do it. There we go. A little slow yeah. on that. Not so smooth. But that is what happens I when you edit it. live in right. show. Who needs post-production when you could do it live? Yeah, without Craig, this is uh, this is a work in progress. That's right. That's right. Craig is the, he is the director. He is the editor. He, he is the producer. Yeah, he handles it all. So Wears many he, hats underneath that Nick's hat of his. That yeah. The, uh, by the way, the, the Cleveland Cavaliers did win. Oh, thank fucking God. Thank fucking God. That only puts them a half game back instead well, of a no, game back. I, what do you mean, thank I, fucking God? But that was part of my parlay tonight. So you keep I that saw shit the... to yourself. Nobody <laughs> wants to hear that shit. Nobody wants I mean, to hear you. That's, uh, that's bad. Rooting that's bad. for oh, Cleveland, who's right up our ass. God damn. <sighs> they, they've got the tip in our ass, Blanderson. Just the tip. Just the tip right Just now. Tip. Half game back. And we got Take our south. eyes. What? Dick South. Oh, there she is, Doris. Doris right. the they got their out. dicks out. Yeah. Uh and we and we almost have our dicks out um in the back of the uh Milwaukee Bucks, don't we? Game yeah, and a half back. Listen. Let's see if the Knicks can right. keep their streak going. Why don't you uh, rattle off the schedule, Blandy? All right, for the rest of this week we've got uh the Pacers come in for Thursday night. And then we've got the Lakers in on Saturday night. That's an ABC vehicle. That'll be All right. prime time. Nice, prime time. nice. So I want to I want to give a big thank you to Tom Thibodeau, even though it was only a couple of minutes. We appreciate having him here. Not a man of many words tonight, but uh, we thank him. And that's going to do it for the show, everybody. Thank you again. Leave a five star rating and review. Those reviews have been lacking. I've been told. Yeah, it's been a while. And until next time. Did you, did you give the number? Oh, did you give the phone I number? I did not give the phone number. 516-33-MESH1. What would I do without you? You know, that's what we're uh-huh. here for. We hold each other up. 
Yes, we do. Yes. Um, 516-336-3741. We love getting those voicemails. And now, until next time, it is a hard Nick's life. This is the funnest night ever. (laughs) It's a hard Nick's life. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.